0: All right, I want to talk to you about the inexorable tide of time this week.
1: Yeah, just like, just like you did the other week, right?
0: No, I actually do this time. I want to talk to you about poorly aged things. All right, well, let's uh, enjoy talking. We'll talk about that for two and a half minutes, and then... And then I'll we'll find some other off-ramp to go freewheeling onto. Uh, sidebar... In the Patreon exclusive portion of the podcast, Patreon.com slash um, have a listen to this, I almost said. You almost a- said straight, it. I heard you, you almost say Patreon.com <laughs> ah, patron- have a listen to this, have a listen to this, Patreon, have a listen to this. Uh we revealed that Roddy's never heard a say by the bell. So that upset me dearly. Um, made me feel I don't know. I don't think you should go back and watch it. Like I don't think like if you've missed out on anything, but it did get me it did remind me and get mm-hmm. me back into the headspace of thinking of things that have not aged very well. And I'm sure oh, it's, has, say by the Bell by not, the age bell not well. aged well? I'm sure there's plenty of things. Nothing instantly springs to mind. Um, Mm.
1: But just how like Friends is just, you know, casually homophobic throughout more or less its entire, you know.
0: Entire run. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Stuff like that. That sort of stuff. Um, So um, the reason we started talking about this last week or the week before last, I'm just working through my topic backlog now. (laughs) It has been a while. (laughs) It was the product of the movie jar was that I watched Some Like It Hot recently um which is a very old film in that it's i mean it's in black and white it didn't have to be in black and white but um it'll become obvious why it wasn't a moment actually it won't obvious, i'll explain it uh, but something like the hot riley is an old marilyn monroe movie in which two men oh geez so ton- like
1: yeah really like very old then yeah
0: oh yeah black, black and, and white Tony marilyn Curtis monroe and jack yeah, lemon okay uh, yeah. two dudes notice a uh, watch are witness to a mob murder mm. and then flee the state right and they do so, because they're penniless, by joining an all-female, like, big band orchestra. Okay. So they dress as women mm-hmm. and pretend to be women for the, basically the duration of the film.
1: Um, Hang on. That, okay, that, that's only half the, the problem, though, right? So so there's, there's a, it's, a, it's an all-female big band orchestra. So they've, yep. they've dressed themselves as women. That's fine. What about mm. actual... I mean, that's only half the grift. They've got to play instruments. They're, they're, sorry. They're musicians already. That's did fine. Say, uh, did you say that to me? I, I, I may not have said that, but they are musicians. They're musicians <laughs> as well. Because I would say, all right, well, Dennis, we're in a You're real like, pickle. Cool. See, you we... got
0: the makeup and the wigs. Do you know how to play a trombone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No.
1: And then it all comes unravelled when you know they can't toot away on a trombone or something. Anyway, okay, no, no, they go. can.
0: That's fine. All right. Um, the reason the movie's in black and white because Marilyn mm. Monroe had a contract at the time that all her movies had to be in color. I'm not sure why. Um, but the reason this movie is in black and white is they were like, look, Marilyn, we can't put this movie in color because the two guys in their in their essentially, I guess, drag makeup looked like ghouls. And if you look up color photos of them on set, they're so horrifically pale and their makeup stops at their jaw that it would have looked ridiculous to have them in oh, color. I fully yeah, understand. Right.
1: So they, they were able to sort of mask that by keeping it monochrome. That's fine. Yeah.
0: So the movie this instantly reminds me of is like White Chicks, for example. Right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. It's a yeah. relatively similar premise. Um, and I would argue that this movie that is closing in on you know, the majority of a century old, right? Yeah, 19, ah, 1959, I guess not that old. 73 years, that's mm-hmm. a long time. <laughs> so, yeah, three quarters of a century old. It has aged a lot better than White Chicks has. Or, you and not- you mentioned this when I first spoke about it, almost any movie in the early, early uh, early any of the 90s or early, early 2000s. And that's what I was going to say. That's what, it
1: actually doesn't say, like as as regressive as some of the politics of the 50s were, right? It Like a lot of it was sort of, baked into um, just the way things were right back then, right? Whereas I mm-hmm. feel like with late 90s, early noughties comedies, people actually went out of their way to exploit humour from these situations, whereas it wasn't just a sort of a cultural default prejudice and bigotry and all that sort of stuff in the 50s in many places. That was like almost the default position for people. Whereas in in the late 90s, in all these comedies around that period, people were like, all right, well, how can we make – you know bagging homosexuals funny how can we make this you know how can we make misogyny how can we get how can we get the gags out of this yeah i think it's yeah. something that they've act- actively looked for 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 laughs
0: yeah all that sort of era of all these movies like mm. austin powers something about mary even up, up to like dodgeball and stuff that's up until well, like, like i don't know 2004 i think those movies have aged so much and you're right there is some baked in stuff like well if, hang on, there, if we're I, talking about things that have aged poorly
1: i don't think we can put austin powers on that list why not? Have you seen Austin Powers recently?
0: Yeah, it was not very good. It is <laughs> I watched eight? it like, like okay. a month I, and a half ago.
1: I disagree with you very strongly. I think not only are the film's very funny. I think they've aged exceptionally well.
0: I don't think uh, actually uh, that, that's true. I don't think much of it is particularly offensive. But no. I do think I don't think it's nearly as funny as I remember. No, it but being. that's just
1: a taste thing. Like we're not talking about it being like. You know, if we're going to talk about old films that we used to like that aren't, that aren't going to hold up just from a standpoint of they're not, they don't make us laugh anymore, what about Jim Carrey's The Mask? Yeah, I tried to watch The Mask. That movie's unwashable, man. Yeah, but I watched that, I don't know how many times. Like, uh, that, that was one of the films that I just absolutely loved as a kid. Like going around, like, who was it? Oh. You know, if I had their name, I'd be able to name them here, as I always do with their yeah, first and last name. First name, name. last name, it?
0: address, social security number, the whole thing. Someone whole had road, it yeah. on,
1: on VHS, and whenever I went around to his plot, who was, who was it? Who wore that tape at? Was it Oscar? Was it Oscar Herman? I don't think it was Oscar Herman. I can't remember. Anyway, I went to. It was uh, who was it? Doesn't matter. But I yeah wore that tape to to the point that like we knew when it was going to get the weird lines across the screen. Oh, here it comes. This mm. little bit where he has the French accent. Yeah, like that. Um, but that that film just isn't very funny anymore. Whereas Austin Powers, well, you, I, you, you, I you still find reference funny.
0: To, to you made a reference to it to me a while ago. You're like, they called me Cuban, Cuban Pete. Pete, and I was like, yeah. "What are you talking about?" He's the <laughs> king like, of the, no, the, the rubber Dennis. <laughs> be, be that as it may, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was blown away by how well aged um, *Summer Like a Hot* was. Okay. Like, it's pretty sensitive. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like bisexual representation in a film. In the film, there's a lot of homosexual representation in the film, which was, you know. Illegal so in a lot of places at the time. It, it doesn't punch down is what you're saying. No, not at all. That's no, good. Um, I, would, I would recommend it. It was a really, really good movie. But I'm trying to think of, like, what's the worst aged film you can think of or worst aged piece of media you can think of? Oh, my goodness. I mean,
1: where do you start? I I, I feel like if you just picked a 90s, you know, comedy at random. It I is 90s be...
0: comedies, though, isn't it? Like, that's yeah. where the juice is, I think. And,
1: and early noughties, I think, as well, you know. It is, it, within our lifetimes, Dennis, we've seen a real shift in societal norms when it mm-hmm. comes to, you know, bigotry and oppression and just even on a, on a basic level. I mean, you know, our respective countries were amongst the last in the world, in the English speaking, when the Western world, I should say, um, to legalize gay marriage.
0: Uh, excuse me, Ireland was the first country in the world to legalize it by referendum? Thank you very much.
1: Okay, yes, and and the second last in the English speaking world to legalize it full stop.
0: <laughs> like Is that true. Since probably 2015. Well, ooh, that's a long time. Do, do you know do you know
1: why I know that you guys were the second last? Cuz you were the last. We were the last. We were the last English speaking nation on earth to legalize gay marriage. It's not uh, it's not something to be uh, not something super proud of as an Australian. Um but no, I think I think it was just like this was a a, a well that comedy writers at the time would go into and like draw up these great big buckets of filthy sludgy disgusting awful jokes that haven't aged well at all
0: some of them are telling and there's a lot of jokes about um like there's the episode of um the it cred where Hmm. um Denim has sex with a woman who reveals, uh, in her words, that she used to be a man. And he, he's like, he's like disgusted by it and vomits. Mm. And that's, of course, written by Graham Lennon. Famous, <laughs> um, horrible turf man now. So yeah. some of it is, is is very different when viewed through a lens um, looking backwards. Yeah, well, that scans high. Hey? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, you think of...
1: What was the archetypical comedy from that? I, I'm going to say, like, American Pie. Yes. You know.
0: Well, what those movies did, and American Pie and, like, all the, like, Revenge of the Nerds and stuff in the 80s movies... Um, they really gloss over um, a lot of like sexual assault stuff.
1: Yeah, like yeah. getting girls
0: drunk at co- getting girls drunk at college parties, pretending to be somebody else to have sex with somebody—that's just illegal. Yes. <laughs>
1: like, yes, yeah, and that was a big, that was a big, big part of of the, you know, the the hilarious escapades of the heroes of those films. Yeah, you're right.
0: That does also happen in something like it hot. To be fair, by the way, just mild okay. warning. so for-
1: it 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 doesn't get a completely free pass. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. Yeah. Some it Whereas. <laughs> Counterpoint: Austin Powers at one point Elizabeth Hurley's character is is begging for a shag from Austin, but she's blind drunk, and Austin says no.
0: Wouldn't says, be right, yeah. You, I remember yeah, that. wouldn't
1: be right. You're drunk. He gets in his car and he goes for a drive instead. Is he drunk? Uh, doesn't seem like it. No.
0: That's something that's really. Oh un- well, there you go. A we American got to cancel. Show. We got to cancel
1: Mike Myers. Oh, not for not for you know sexual misconduct or misogyny or homophobia. Drink driving, Dennis.
0: But, like, <clears throat> drink driving is so normalised. I, I don't know if it's just normalised in America or if oh, it's just like a gloss over it in
1: media for it, no, convenience. No, no, for sure it's an American thing. So one time I was, in, I was out um, with some friends in the States. This is, in fairness, about 10 years ago. Maybe attitudes have shifted. But I was out with some some friends of mine and um, they're all on the Terps, you know, pissed as newts, right? On
0: the Terps. Uh, What's terp short for in that I guess word?
1: turpentine? You shouldn't drink turpentine, but on the No, trips, in that case, you did.
0: I mean, I'm sure there's no law forbidding that. But. They
1: weren't drinking turpentine. They were drinking regular human alcoholic drinks from a bar. And... Um, I was sober, so I drove me and a couple of the friend, my friends back. But this other guy who I just met there and didn't like very much, I got a bad vibe from him. And that, and that vibe was confirmed when he later, almost like mm. a cartoon, got to his car and struggled to get the key into the door to unlock it. Wow. <laughs> and like I was, how old was I, 20? So I couldn't have drunk there legally anyway, even if I did drink in the States. But like I turned to my friend, I'm like, are we going to do anything about this? I like, go, yeah, he'll be fine. It's his problem. And I thought, like, that's that's a very American way to look at it. I think it's like, well, you know, it's not my problem, personal choice, personal responsibility. You know, I, I, very, li- very it's very libertarian, very yeah. libertarian. And I was just like, well, sure, it's his choice. It's to to get behind the wheel drunk. I'm sure it's not going to be the pedestrian that he runs down. I'm sure it's not going to be their choice to be splattered across a windshield.
0: It's but, strange. Like, I'm like, sorry, I, if, in- if, if,
1: if if we were out drinking, right? Mm-hmm. and you're blasted, you're, as, you're as, as pissed as a chook, right? And you went to try to drive a car home. I'd say two things to you. First, I'd say, Dennis, you're drunk. And second, I'd say, Dennis, you are drunk and 2nd say dennis you can not drive anyway, even if you're stone cold sober. What are you doing? Give me the keys. Right?
0: Well, I'm allowed to drive technically as so long as you sit in the passenger seat. <laughs> uh, but I, I would, I
1: would like, take your keys off you is what I would do. Yeah, I would yeah. Pr- feel I would,
0: morally obligated to. I would not not even necessarily yeah. for me, but for the person I would hit.
1: Well, for you a little bit. I like you a lot. I wouldn't really want to see you sure. one die, two go to prison, you know. weird, so yeah. Maybe a bit of both there.
0: But like we were watching, like I understand sometimes um, if you're writing a sitcom, right, and the mm. characters are in a bar and they're having a drink or whatever, and that's okay, and then you have to have them drive home for the plot to go forward, and you kind of gloss over that.
1: Well, it's interesting because in, in the UK, I know this for certain, I'm not sure what the attitude is like in Ireland, but in the UK... Even though you can have a little bit of alcohol in your system and still get behind the wheel, in the UK there is an, an a, like a rigid. I've had a drink, I can't drive.
0: Like I think it's it, something uh, culture like, or law.
1: Uh, I think it's I think it's more of a culture thing than a law thing because in Australia here, like the the legal limit is 0.5%. No, zero point five percent. No, 005 percent. That's the same in Ireland. <laughs> It's zero point five percent. You can be to you know you can be to the point you need to drive yourself to the hospital to get your stomach pumped with alcohol because you got alcohol poisoning. You know, point zero five percent. But people will go and have one or two and then get and and drive home and that's
0: fine, right? I think but depending it, on your metabolism and size, it looks like one beer yes. can t- potentially put you over the limit here.
1: Well, the rule of thumb they say is um, blokes can have two in the first hour and then one in each hour after that, and women can have one each hour. That's a st- decent
0: amount of alcohol. It's still be
1: legal to try. But that's not a pint. that's one drink. That's one standard. That's a oh, shot. Two units. Yes.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. a pint is two units, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's like a small beer, a small glass of wine, or a shot. You know, 30 mils of. So of uh, that being
0: said, right, if you and I went to a bar and it, I was like, all right, 50, it's been 59 minutes, pound two shots. It's been 61 minutes, pound a third. <laughs> we can let's go yeah. i'd be, <laughs> be like, like all Ugh.
1: right let's go you drop me out <laughs> oh well look as long as i'm in the passenger seat apparently that's fine
0: yeah that's true letter of the law yeah i don't know i saw so like that like and i watching the big sick class no week, which sorry a really good movie, back up
1: if you if the cops pull you over and you say well no i you know my de- my friend dennis you'll no, still, two... still
0: blow over 0.05 like, exactly they're not
1: it's like well technically you said two in the first hour no they're not saying if they just said that's a rule of thumb oh and they also say you have to drink like a Half a litre of water of between water. all of those drinks and that sort of stuff as well. It's just it's just so people make, like, better decisions, that I guess, than... Because it's better... I think that is better... If people are going to go out to the pub and then drive home, it's better to have that sort of rule of thumb in place, that guideline for people to follow, right? Rather than just being like, don't do it at all. For the people who are going to... Go, oh, I, it, it, it'll be right, whatever, I'll be fine. And then just drink way too much and crash the car into a tree. Well, there's, those, and... um, there's
0: a lot of those, there's a lot of the sort of like harm reduction legislation coming in and around at the moment. Like, for example, we had a music festival here recently, which a lot of people know as Electric Picnic. I don't know why I said no, I, that's, that's that's what it's called. Electric Pic was, <laughs> Picnic was on recently. A lot of people will know make... it as Electric
1: Picnic for the reason that that is its, its a, name. That is
0: what it is called, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and the HSC had a booth there. The HSCs are, are NHS or equivalent or. You know, I guess slaps you know rub some dirt in it for the Americans equivalent.
1: Yeah, the um, the public health service.
0: So the American equivalent yes. of go on exactly. So um, they had a tent where you could go and surrender drugs, and they would test them for you. I mean, the testing of the drugs just yeah. The, I, I, the, I, I've seen this. It. I've seen this at um, at uh, music festivals over here as well. It's great. But then they would. But they would post on Twitter, they'd be like, hey, if you're buying these mm-hmm. ecstasy tabs or ecstasy pills with this specific logo on them, mm-hmm. they are about two and a half times as strong as the average ecstasy pill. Just FYI. Yep. Yep. And it's like, oh, OK, good. Also, pretty bad. So, someone someone on the production line screwed up because they're given there. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure some people would go, ooh, a bargain. But
1: like, <laughs> um, <laughs> They tweet that out and people are like, no, no, I don't want that one. I want the one with the star, the, the, the really one, you know, the one with the two and a half no, times. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they had that, like, at Australia yeah, once as well. So, like, the all the ambulance services and stuff, if you go to them and you tell them, oh, I've taken this, like, there's no judgment or yeah. prosecution or anything like that, which is the way it should be, obviously. Like, yeah, drugs drugs shouldn't be treated as a criminal issue. They should be treated as a, you know, social health issue. Um, Vice
0: crimes and all that, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, is there anything else that is very, very important that I want to touch on before we move on to whatever nonsense it is you want to talk about? I do follow poorly aged things on Twitter, which was one of those Twitter accounts that... We talked about this recently. I think it was you and I. Mm. Um, there's Twitter accounts you follow, and there's Twitter accounts where if it's good, it'll percolate up to me anyway, and if it'll follow the account. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, Shirts That Go Hard is that for me. I'm not going to follow Shirts That Go Hard because I know I'll say all the best ones, and I don't want to say the dud ones.
0: You don't want to... Yeah, that, I, that's exactly how I feel about poorly aged things. Yeah. And I, I imagine as Shirts That Go Hard is the same. Almost every single reply to... A poorly aged thing tweet is, this isn't poorly aged. So no, just no, in
1: shirts in go hard. it's not people being like, this doesn't go hard. No, it's just usually people tagging other people so they can see it. Oh no, this is a lot of not poorly aged. Or yeah. like, yeah,
0: or there's like things that change the internet. Everyone is, every every single comment is just like, no change, nothing changed.
1: Yeah, cool. Why? I wish I had that much time, Dennis. I really, really I very sincerely wish I had that much time in my day, in my week, that I could comment on things on Twitter like that.
0: Who has the time? I don't understand. Who has the time to it's not even it's not even being a troll. Like like it's just yeah, that's sort of like that's sort of like toothless knee jerk wallpaper paste engagement.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh well, oh, I mean the people on the, who a, own the account aren't
1: complaining about it. It's you know, it's all numbers. There's a really good poorly aged thing here. <laughs> Go on. Has it indeed aged it's poorly then?
0: It has. It's from the Dark Universe Twitter account. Do you remember this? Dark Universe. Yeah. So do you remember when they released that remake of The Mummy with Tom Cruise?
1: Oh, I never saw it. But yeah, I remember that film. I I remember when that film came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So it was a planned... um, Like franchise. MCU type deal. In which they released The Mummy and the Invisible Man. Those two movies came out and they never released all of the other ones but they did the promotional photo shoot so the photo of like russell crowe and tom cruise and johnny depp and it looks mm. like i think javier bardem is here just hanging out so a star-studded line <laughs> For lineup. movies that don't exist yeah 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 for movies that never came out what what happened to that's poorly
1: aged dark universe
0: i'm sure uh,
1: cancelled why uh, Bride of Frankenstein and another uh, uh, yeah. another high profile project with a lot of headlines that never materialized. Dark universe. So what were they what were they doing? They were like, oh, listen, we've spent all of our money on on huge A list celebrities. We don't have any money to spend on characters. That's fine. we just use a bunch of public domain characters. That's fine. Great. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Now we. Oh, guys, we forgot. We need money to also make the films. Oops. Oh well. Yeah, well I guess that's what happened. I suppose.
0: Like I'm on the Dark Universe Monsters wiki here, which is just a sea of um, a sea of citations needed, and has very few articles. What? It actually only has five articles: The Mummy, The Mummy Awards, Selva Rasslingham, and Javier Bardem. It has an article for the Mummy, but not an article for Tom Cruise.
1: The, who was the, who? May, who played the mummy, the main character in in that film? I imagine probably. Do you remember when they
0: released that trailer? Uh, it was a very famous problem with that trailer. Do you remember this? No. What was it? Was there a Starbucks cup in it? They accident No. They acc- worse. They accidentally posted the trailer for the new Tom Cruise The Mummy with no music and with temporary audio. Oh, so, no. So I'm sure you can find it online somewhere. So there's a oh, bit where they're no. like, they're, they're in like a plane, the plane's taking off, right? And like the door of the plane is open. So, like, there's, you know, like they're like mm. cl- clinging on desperately, right? Mm. And it's just silence. And then Tom Cruise going, ah, ugh, yeah. Ah, right. ah, <laughs> it's so good. The <laughs> and only the way, mummy appears, and it's like, Bleh!
1: <laughs> it's great. The only way they could have been made worse, right, is if they had put music in. Um, from those sites where you can buy like licensable music, but they hadn't Pond paid, five. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but they hadn't paid for the um, they hadn't paid for the the license. So it's just like you know, it's got the tense music in the background, and then it just goes Audio Jungle or something like that in the middle of it. That would. Do you been. remember
0: when that happened on a Wizards of the Coast Hasbro LLC broadcast we worked on, right?
1: <laughs> I don't think that happened on a Wizards of the Coast LLC Hasbro broadcast. I
0: think that happened on it a did. channel. Was it? I it think it was did. a Channel Fireball thing, dude. No. No, it was a Wizards one. Was it a wizard's Audio one? Jungle? Was a Wizards broadcast? Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, all
0: right. Interesting. Um, it was exactly what you described. They had like a dun dun da da dun dun da dun type music for like between the rounds. Every once in a while, just go Audio Jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good.
1: Motion Array like that as well. I use a lot of Motion Array. Um, and when you're just going through, even when you, even when you're logged in, right, to Motion Array. Um, mm. When you access the samples and stuff, it still has the not watermarks. I don't know what you call them—audio watermarks, whatever. Audio it is. marks. Very annoying yeah. when you're trying to find a sound effect, which is say half a second long, and most of it is taken up by the like you'll hear. You know, let's say you need a sound effect or like a something yeah. like a whoosh, like a or something. It'll be that with the audio thing on top of it. You can't. You have to download it to hear what <laughs> it's actually using. I know. I don't want this one. Delete it. Buy oh, before Australia. you try. Great model. <laughs> Buy <laughs> before you try is exactly right, Dennis. Yes. A- have you, been have you ever been, been scammed? Have you ever been scammed? Have you ever been fished? Have you ever been the victim? Yes, of... I was
0: scammed as a child once. Oh, really? Hang on. Yeah.
1: Like, did you what? Did you follow a dodgy email link? Like,
0: close. So, really? Okay. all right Tell me. The story. I used to write a lot of poetry when I was a kid. I'm talking like seven, eight, and nine in school and stuff. And like, I, I would get like I was submitted to competitions and stuff, and I won a couple of little things. Right.
1: That's funny because I think there's a window there that you managed to find where you wrote poetry at an age where I'm not going to tease you about it.
0: Yeah, artful that. Um, mm. And uh, I think I talked about writing poetry as a horrible poetry as a teenager. That's I'm sure is still out there somewhere.
1: And see that'd be well yeah. within the crosshairs. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, once you get to sort of 13, thirteen, you're writing poetry. Like I'm coming for you. Anyway, yeah. go on. Uh,
0: and I got an email, or my dad got an email mm. rather, um, from this place that would print first for a nominal fee you'd be select your po, your son's poet would be selected to appear in this thing and it would we would be with an award and like you get this beautiful coffee table book with all these poetry in it Ooh. Uh, you know and your sons would be in there but i was like this is so cool i'm so proud of your day together and i remember yeah, being really excited right. uh i think maybe i was maybe i was 10 or 11 because i was old enough to have, have access to the internet at the time So oh I must have been you're 11. getting you're getting close you're getting close yeah, getting okay. danger yeah i know um and I remember looking it up and some time passed, because I was gonna pay for it, it was like three hundred quid or whatever, right? That's a for, lot. Oh yeah, it was like to be for the thing, for the judging committee and to get a copy of the book, all all that stuff, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um
0: yeah. I remember looking into it and some people had someone had posed someone had submitted just they were like, This is a scam last year just to see. I submitted a Samuel Beckett poem wholeheartedly, and they just printed it. Like <laughs> completely just printed it. Oh, So not a scam, just a very low effort. Uh, Someone just submitted, uh, I think, the word um, f*** over and over and over again as a poem. And they're like, yeah, print that. Well... that's poetry, mate. What are you talking mm. about? That's art.
1: You know, just because your Neanderthal brain isn't isn't developed enough to appreciate this, the fi- the finer subtleties of such a provocative piece of work. Come on. So
0: this was a this was kind, it was it was kind of a scam, kind of not. I mean, they the scam was the quality and prestige of the product. They would deliver you the product. So I guess it's not a full rug pull. But um, I was my dad was very disappointed. Let me tell you.
1: Well, so they they're delivering on the. Material side of things. Yes, it's the intangible side yes. that they that there's Yeah. So you you had a you had a, to your to your prestige exactly. You got the coffee table book. No, we didn't. We didn't. Um, but we
0: cancelled the order. Oh,
1: did you get your money back? Yeah, we dodged it. Oh well, pretty pretty bad scam then from their part. They really they they fumbled the bag that on that one because asti- they could have just. It was
0: they, they they were they were thwarted by the astute googling of an eleven year old. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, not a well thought out scam. The then. origin I'm, of my I'm, googling I'm skills. To, um, I'm about to submit. By the time you're listening to this, I will have submitted my other podcast, my superior podcast, Half Us History. Inferior. Half the hosts. get a, go, go get across it. Half the hosts, twice the fun. Um, uh, I've, I'm submitting that to the Australian Podcast Awards. And I was very excited to do that. You know, I have to go through, get some clips together, write a little write-up of it, all that sort of stuff. I'll show you afterwards then. Because you can probably you can probably help me work in a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, didn't realize there was going to be an entry fee. And that's when I—that's when the alarm bells started uh-oh. ringing. I was uh-oh. like, "Oh, okay," because they're like, you know, submit this, do that, pay the entry fee, and you're away. I'm like, "Hmm, well, why? Okay, is this—is this one of those things that? Anyway, the entry fee turned out to be fifty dollars, which is not a lot of money, you know, broadly speaking. Um, and also, they have a whole like remuneration and rebate system for like underrepresented people in podcasting or people who can't maybe can't afford it. So, so, so I'm like, okay, and as also it's backed by like iHeartMedia and some other pretty big brands. So pretty sure it's not a scam. Um, well, it'll be a scam if I don't win. Then, then we'll know for sure. But uh, yeah, three hundred euros.
0: Yeah, I think that was like uh, that. Yeah,
1: that's uh, that's a lot. Anyway, the reason I bring up scamming and phishing and um, uh, I guess I guess I'm more talking. I, I should I should have been more specific. Uh, data leaks, right? Mm. And scamming in the terms of like ID fraud or, or identity theft, that sort of thing, right? So uh, you probably never heard of Optus. Uh, no, a no. major, probably the second largest, I would guess, telco in Australia, right? Um, now, I'm a, I'm a customer of Optus and I'm not going to say I'm a satisfied customer either because um, uh, Optus got hacked. And I say they got hacked uh, to be generous to Optus because it sounds like they left, they, they didn't just unroll a welcome mat, but a red carpet that led up to it to this bad actor who managed to access millions of of details, like millions of, of, of private user data entries in, in the Optus database, right? Yeah. And so now they have this list of customers with names and phone numbers and apparently no financial, like no credit card numbers or anything, which is obviously very, very lucky. But things like, you know, my passport number, my medicare number Ugh. things that all the identification documents that you have to hand over in order to you know get a phone or an internet plan are now in the hands of this person right
0: that's a spicy leak
1: they attempted to blackmail and extort optus for a million dollars can i read you the ransom note dennis because it has love, emerged. i would love to see it
0: how recent was this
1: uh this is this week Oh, boy, or okay. like la- last week maybe like late last week um yeah. Only contact on site. Optus, if you wish to contact message on site, we are businessmen. $1 million, One million US dollars is a lot of money and keep to our word. If you care about customer, you will pay. Revenue, nine billion dollars. One million US, small price to pay. So they've already contradicted themselves. US, uh, They're saying 100 US dollars is a lot of money, but then they're also saying that it's a small price to pay. So make up your mind. <laughs> If US one million dollars pay, then data will be l- deleted from Drive. Only one copy exists. We will not sale data to. Completely gone. So Dennis, not only are they messing up this ransom note with self contradiction, they're they're also not they're not practicing you know good data security themselves. Yeah, only, only one, one copy. copy mate. Where's the redundancy? Back it up. What are you exactly? That is such a weird ransom
0: because it's like here's a million dollars and they go, okay, did you delete it? No. Well, all right. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. Then, here's where it gets
1: nasty. Four more more day to decide Optus. Okay. And then an update to this. This is on a forum in the deep web, I assume. I'm just reading off a Twitter screenshot. Since they not paid yet, here is 10,000 record from address file. We'll release 10,000 record every day for four day when they not pay.
0: It looks like they actually did release a text file of 10,000 records. Yeah.
1: And they did release 10,000 records. I don't know if my name's on there. I certainly hope it's not. But uh, I feel sorry for the 10,000 people who were on that list. Now, one thing, before we move on to talking about this in more more detail, one thing about this ransom note is that it's just a text. Obviously, it's just text that was posted on a forum or something. But I do like that the hackers seem to have gone like, well, I mean, we need to make it feel like a ransom note. Even if we're not going to cut letters out of a magazine and paste them together, It's neat, it still needs to have that vibe. You know what I mean?
0: Mm, 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 mm. It has to have that tone, yeah.
1: It, it has to have the sense that it has been sort of chopped together from... Well, uh, Riley, have you ever been on
0: com? Oh, yes, I have. And Dennis, can I tell you I have been pwned? I've been pwned many times over, it turns out.
1: Yeah, I've, I've been pwned more times
0: than I care to admit, to be honest. Do you know what the greatest um, hacker tool I think ever invented was? Go on. I think it was making all those websites that are like, how strong is my password?
1: Yeah, and then you just put you're it... You're driving in your password! What are, are you IP? doing? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Pure... Yeah, yeah in, in really reality, all, almost all modern hacking is social engineering stuff. Mm. Um, it's pretending you're a person who works at the company and lost their Slack credentials and need to get in. Like, that yeah, was how the yeah. GTA 6 gameplay leaked... That have go yeah, it's not
1: It's not someone sitting there with six monitors in I front of them with matrix-like text scrolling across, scrolling across the screen. Anyway, so I'm not very happy with this. Now, there has been a development very recently, just uh, just today. We're recording this on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, the the hacker posted an update. Too many eyes. We'll not sell data to anyone. We can't even if we want to. We've personally deleted the data from Drive. Only copy, so careless. Um, then, Dennis, this takes a really interesting turn. Mm-hmm. Sorry to ten thousand Australians whose data was leaked. Australia will see no gain in fraud. This can be monitored, maybe for ten thousand Australians, but rest of population, no. Very sorry to you. Oh. And then, deepest apology to Optus for this. That's Hope an odd all one. Goes well I from understand
0: this. they're like sorry for the cus- the people of the public being caught in the crossfire. I get that. Deepest apology to Optus is an odd one. <laughs> Well, I just wonder if this is them preparing their defence because obviously the Australian Federal Police have
1: been notified. They're chasing them down, doing whatever they can to find these people who have hacked. Oh, I say hacked, who have broken Optus's, you know, Hunter Two level password system. But um, <laughs> Riley, I checked. You've been pwned over twice as much as I have. Well, Dennis, as I say, more more times than I care to admit. Um, the thing with this is what's going on with the apologies? When the cops come knocking, are they going to say, well, yeah, I mean, but we didn't, we apologized.
0: We did say, sorry, we only, beers, so. <laughs> <laughs> we only had two beers, so. We only had two websites per hour. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Optus have come out and have been, like, the one, oh my goodness, those, the, obviously they're in damage control, right? Mm-hmm. But the, I think it was the CEO, let me see if I can find the, the article again, um, came out and said, I think Australians understand that we are not the villains here. Well, yes and no, Optus. I mean, I'm not, I don't think that you asked to be hacked or anything like that, but you certainly didn't, don't seem to have done what you need to do to keep them out, right? Yeah. big neon sign with, uh, that essentially pointed to security vulnerabilities based on what people are saying about this, uh, about this whole leak here. This hack doesn't sound great. Um, but the other thing that really annoyed me, which I know I don't really have a right to be annoyed about, but it did annoy me. Dennis, today I got, uh, got a message and an email from them reminding me to pay a bill. They need the money, dude. The automatic payment had failed out of the joint account that I share with Megan because, you know, we went to the supermarket and forgot to put a bit more money in, right? So we were we were short on the bill for this month. And they're like, hey, get this paid or we'll, well cut off your
0: service. Well, yeah, they got hackers banging in the door, dude. They got to pay that. They're going to pay that million. They got
1: to pay that million. They're shaking me and Megan down for every cent that we're
0: worth so Absolutely. they can pay that million. This but I ab- just thought like the nerve. A, the very similar, cheek. a very similar thing happened here in 2021 in the middle of the pandemic, as you might remember. Um, yeah. where our HSE previously mentioned in this episode um, had their entire IT system nationwide shut down by uh, Russian ransomware hackers. Yeah, cool. yeah good
1: good on. And, and it, it
0: was, was down for f- three months, four months?
1: No, it wasn't. When you said three, I was like, yeah three days, three hours, maybe what?
0: No, so it was on the 14th of May that it happened and yeah. by the 23rd of june so a month and a half later i bet 70 percent of it was back up and it wasn't it, it got to 95 percent by september so four months later so
1: people are going for surgeries and this and they're knocked out laying there on the table oh, and the surgeon's like oh what are we doing with this guy again
0: yeah is check it, check the papers is his, leg,
1: is his leg coming off yeah what are we doing i'll oh, we'll just take it we'll take a leg off better better safe than sorry wild right that's I okay that yeah that's well I mean that sort of blows Optus out of the water. Thanks for completely deep fixing my story, but um, Um look, do you
0: know, I, I don't know, I
1: didn't I didn't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate this this rather terse um, email from Optus reminding me of my duty to pay them. I mean, look, fair enough, I, I signed a contract, I owe them money, that's fine. But I mean, I also assumed that when I signed that contract, they weren't going to you know make my deeply personal information and make you know make the me contract, a, a potential
0: the contract probably says they'll just do their best. To be honest,
1: well, then maybe I should just be doing my best to, to pay them, them, money yeah. To them. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm doing my best. I'll get around to it.
0: Oh my god, yeah, I don't. So, do you, are you actually concerned about your data hitting the dark web?
1: Uh, look, I mean, a little bit. It's not nice to think that because thought, like, with passport information, with Medicare details, that sort of stuff, you can go a fair way to, like. So here's a story that I often tell to. Um, just to give you an indication of how shoddy most places are when it comes to data security and ID theft and fraud and that sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a friend of mine years ago, he used to live in a share house. And they had, you know, internet, um, power, gas, all that all their bills set up and that sort of stuff. But it was all done in the name of this guy who had signed the lease, who had moved in and had since moved out. Yes, and because this was a ratty phantom, student yeah, yeah. share house. This happened to a right? friend of
0: mine too, which I'll tell you about in a moment.
1: So there were all these bills that would turn up for this guy. I don't know what his name was, like David or whatever, right? And he hadn't lived there for months. Anyway, one day yep. there was an issue with it, like there was a service outage or something like that and they were calling up or they needed to do something, right? And they needed to basically pretend to be this guy.
0: Hello, right? I'm David. Yeah, yeah.
1: And called, So what happened was the guy called up. He's like, oh, hi, my name's, you know, what the guy's name was. Um and they're like, oh, sorry, we can't discuss this because you're not the account holder. Like, we we can't talk to you about this account whatsoever. Oh, like, please, oh, tell okay, me no way. let me
0: let me put him on. Hello, I'm.
1: <laughs> well, that was you know. Apparently, he just put the phone down. It was like, all right, okay, well, thanks very much. I'll see if I can get in touch with him. And then he's like, hmm, I could try to call this housemate who lived here six months ago, who I haven't spoken to for ages, right? Or I can just call them back and pretend to be him. And so they call back, and they're like, uh, yeah, no worries. Okay, just the address. Yep, and the account number. Okay, all right. Well, no worries. We're happy to help you with that today. It's like, what are you t- like? W- what do you mean?
0: I've, I, had a very, I had two things that are very similar to this. Very recently, um, uh, we had to change something with our health insurance. And yeah. in doing so, um, they messed up Nikki's name. Nikki's full name is Nicola Riley Straniak. And yep. they put her down as just Riley Straniak. And <laughs> that's me, so, Dennis. Yeah, that's that's the the you, th- th-
1: yeah. That's the crossover. That's that slash fic that everyone's wanting to read,
0: dude. So, yeah, they get to th- call and be like, hey, can you please change my th- name? Uh, it's incorrect. And they're like, yeah, uh, what's your name? She was like, oh, Nicola Riley. And they were like, oh, sorry. Well, she was like, Nicola Riley Trying I thought, okay, oh, sorry. Well, I actually I have to speak with Riley Strineck to be able to cha- make, make changes to their account. And Nicky was like, <laughs> like oh, that cool. person doesn't exist. Person. It doesn't exist. <laughs> and so she put down the phone and called again. I was like, hey, this is Riley Strineck. I'd like to change my name. They're like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. And perfect. then a yeah. friend, mo- friend of mine was in exactly the same situation. You can go.
1: There, there's a massive delay. This is ridiculous ah uh, man okay this is gonna be so hard to edit i'll cut all that bit about the thing as well i'll just get rid of that the I'm raw scared.
0: sexual energy
1: yeah that was terrible um this is all right let's try changing this over again uh we just yeah because like i have to imagine it's just the storm
0: other. pardon i have to imagine it's just the storm on your end I don't know what it is, man. It's terrible. All right. Alright, we will make it. I got I got, one, yeah, I got so, one thing to say that I could probably wrap up to be yeah. honest. The
1: the other thing, yeah. Go.
0: The other thing that was very similar to what happened to your friend is I had a friend who um was living in a in a big house share, just like you mentioned, and the original mm-hmm. person who was on the on the on the lease had moved out, like you said. And in the interim they had moved in somebody else, not told the landlord, right? They had also got a dog, which they weren't supposed to do, right? okay so a lot of but the landlord was very absentee never happened yada, yada. and then this new person who was not you know supposed to be living there took the dog for a walk and locked themselves out and they're like oh I'm locked out well look I'll have to just break a window and call the landlord to be like look I'm sorry this happened um, so they, they do that they call up the, hey this is Alex or whatever I was out walking the dog and I got locked out and, um, this <laughs> and they were like you're who and you were walking the what <laughs> what are you talking
1: about they all what got about, a, first they, of all, I have so many questions. Who are you? Why are you? Why have you got
0: a dog? And so what have you done to my house? Yeah, why are you in my house? <laughs> this dog walking <laughs> criminal has broken into my house and then decided to confess. Wild.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, call yeah. the actual t- call the other tenants to the landlord now. Be careful because there's a maniac with a dog <laughs> the going around trying to break in. Yeah, <laughs> trying to break into your house. They all got evicted. Oh they all goodness. got evicted. <laughs> oh you surprised me yeah it's uh oh my goodness anyway um so i don't know I, i'm not i'm not happy with this optus situation i imagine many australians aren't happy happy about this uh this optus situation it's all over the news i mean it's a pretty big deal it is a pretty big deal i think like the 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 leak of, uh, of this magnitude and, and of this seriousness as well we're not just talking about like names and addresses like this is you know these are the, these are the secret numbers dennis these are those precious
0: forbidden numbers the juicy numbers yeah yeah, yeah. I'm excited. the I'm, juicy I'm, numbers i wait with bated breath each morning for these um i don't know is there a name of the hacking group hacking groups always have ridiculous names the hsc one was somebody called wizard spider wizard spider mm-hmm. well the person
1: who posted this on this deep web um again i'm reading so this is from the twitter feed of a guy called jeremy kirk who is a, um, uh, like an Australian and global IT security journalist, and he posted these screenshots from this. I assume it's from like some dark, dark web. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, there are two, two things of note about this hacker, Dennis. Um, mm-hmm. The first one is that they have an anime profile picture.
0: That doesn't narrow things down at all.
1: No, not really. Uh, and their name is OptusData. They've
0: been playing this for a while. <laughs> yeah
1: so that, that's, how you, that's how you know they're legit <laughs> that's how you know they're legit dennis uh you know that they've been uh, they've really gone very deep on this one but yeah no look i don't know what's going to happen optus I has not paid the that, ransom
0: so we'll have to see
1: well i at, at this like i i don't know this is, this is my own conjecture i don't think the hacker realized how deep in the poop they've got themselves here because this isn't like, oh, you you wascally wabbit. Here's your million dollars. This is like the Australian Federal Police are now hunting you.
0: Yeah, but if they live in like, like for example, the, all the, like they hacked, Spider hacked Ireland, right? The Irish HSE. Yeah. They are broadly okay. live in Erbil, in Kurdistan, and Saint Petersburg.
1: Okay. All right. Let's Half see. the world Not away. Extradition- you know? Non-extradition countries with Australia. Let's find out. <laughs> oh, jeez. There are... All, they're are. Oh, okay, wow. There are a lot you of... Can hide, you can hide Africa. anywhere, huh? <laughs> yeah. Most of Africa. Most of... Uh, most of... You, oh, sorry, no, 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 basically nowhere in Europe. Dude, I've um, just clicked on the Slovakia? link Slovakia? Is... Why? You, you, okay, if you want to hack Australia, just Slovakia, apparently, you can ha- hang out in. Montenegro fine, as well, but, it looks yeah, like. Most of... Uh, most of... Asia... Yeah. I've clicked
0: on a link here that has definitely put me on a list called the best non extradition countries to become invisible in 2022. Perfect. Yeah. There's now a big, this, this <laughs> now is, you've got you got eyes on you now. This is funny. This reminds me of this episode of Succession where they're on a yacht in Croatia, which is a very normal place for people to bring their yachts. It's very common. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was born in Croatia. My parents, I would, if not for the war, I would have been born in Bosnia Herzegovina and all this stuff. So I'm very much from the Balkans. And they're, 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 they're starting to get invest, investigated by the FBI while they're in Croatia. So they flee to Bosnia. Because it doesn't have an extradition treaty with the United States, they're like, "Oh, hey, we're going to Sarajevo just for a couple of days," and people are, and they're like, "How are you feeling about this whole um, FBI investigation thing?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, mm. excited to see more of the Balkans, I guess." And yeah. they're like, "No, you're not." And that just reminds me of that. You're like, "Oh, you could just live in Slovakia, no problem." Yeah. Montenegro, let's go. I do like go. that when.
1: So they fled. You say they fled from Croatia, which did have the extradition treaty, to Bosnia, which did not. Mm-hmm. So fled often. You know, you can flee a bear. And that's a very different thing to fleeing the law, right? Yes. Because generally you'll flee a bear on foot, whereas you'll flee the, the law, law in a plane. A, in an air, in airplane. I do like the fact that they fled the law in the same way, the way that they would flee a bear. Just, just, you could just run across the border. Yeah,
0: about, run up the hill, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, no, the FBI are coming. Okay, well, pack the suit. Oh, actually, no, don't bring a suit, just a backpack. glass of wa- bring, a, bring, a, bring a bottle of water and a pack lunch and we'll be uh, Stand over here. We'll no, 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 no,
0: no, you can't get me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Traniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it, or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show, get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.